0: Listening to Vantage Point Podcast, dedicated to giving godly perspective to everyday living. Let's get into this week's episode. What's going on, family? Welcome back to Vantage Point Podcast, where we're providing insight, keys, and perspective for everyday living through the lens of God. I'm your host, Nick Ruffin, and I'm so glad you're here and know that you're in the right spot know that God has something for you today in this episode that I truly believe is going to help you grow and connect with him more. And the past few weeks, we've been in this series called Core Strength. And through this series, we've been looking at different aspects of our walk with God that really serve as a core uh, to that overall walk. And it's in these core strengths that every other aspect of our walk can be enhanced. And um, we're able to be built up to be our best uh, for God. And in week one, we looked at the chief core strength, which was love. And last week we looked into the core strength of community and I encourage you go back and check out weeks one and two. And in those episodes and in this series, we stay with the example of working out our core muscles of our body. And I said it each week that when we strengthen our core areas, that strength allows other areas to be strong and our core strengths with God is no different. And every, and when we strengthen those up, it gives us the foundation uh, that produces strength in other areas in our walk. And so for week three, I want to go further in this series and talk about a core strength that's been essential to me in my walk. And it was something at first, quite honestly, I was uncomfortable with. And, and me, for those that know me, growing up um, was a very quiet person, didn't enjoy uh, a lot of talking, I, did, I really didn't talk a whole lot. And um, with this particular core strength, uh, I didn't enjoy it because it ultimately put me out in front street, put me out there, um, and ultimately it's showing evidence into who I was. Um, it was a means for others to, to see my faith publicly uh, when I wanted it to be a private, personal experience. And when I look back on my life and where I am now, I'm so thankful uh, of the revelation of prayer and how vital it's been to my walk. And so for week three core strength, we're going to look at prayer. Before I jump into the meat of this episode, I want to just give a little bit of insight into prayer. And we first need to understand that prayer is such an important piece to our walk with God. It's our way of communicating with him. And Paul says it this way in Philippians 4, 6. He says, do not be anxious about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all that he's done. And, and, and again, it's our way uh, that we talk to God and we should do it for everything that we deal with and everything that we experience. We should go to God in prayer. And God wants us to talk to him about everything. Uh, I love what First Thessalonians says, uh, First, First Thessalonians 5.17. It says, tell it tells us to pray without ceasing. And when we put this together, prayer is simply talking with God all the time about everything. It's our direct address to God it's our way we communicate emotions desires thoughts like prayer literally are direct um and, and when you think about it these direct addresses to God they can be public they can be private they can be a full of words they can be just a few words prayer it can be informal formal um it, Just let you know prayer won't be perfect, especially if you're new at praying like it it takes time. It takes experience. It takes repetition to get that core strength. And just like any core strength, you have to work at it. Right. And and achieving core strength really focuses on three things. And it's true in in bodybuilding or or in our spiritual walk. It takes discipline, repetition and desire and and strengthening our core uh, strength of prayer takes our discipline to make the time to talk to god we have to be disciplined to say we're going to set aside this time to talk to god it also takes repetition and in in that discipline has to become a daily thing it has to be something we get into the habit of doing uh and again it goes with praying without ceasing there and the other thing is it has to be a desire remember our, our walk with god is about relationship and when there's a desire to build relationship you want to use, you'll want to use any means necessary at your disposal to really enhance and build that relationship. And one thing that I'll touch on, I'm gonna get into it a little later. But um, the one thing that you know, sometimes we, we are expected to have this automatic desire to pray. But, but again, if it's something you've never done, how can you have this desire for it, right? And so it's through that discipline, it's through that repetition that we are going to build that up. And I love this quote by Billy Graham. It says, true prayer is the way of life, not just for use in emergencies, but we make it a habit. And when the need arises, you'll be in practice. In other words, we don't just use prayer as a lifesaver or a lifeline. We make it a habit so much so that when those things arise, we already know what to do. We're not stuck in our emotions, which we're gonna get into later. We're not stuck in the circumstance or situation. We literally know when that emergency, when that thing happens, we pivot to prayer. We pivot to give God Um, our attention and give him our communication and i love one more quote by martin luther it says to be a christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing and just let that sink in a minute how can we live as christians without prayer and it's the same way we we can live without breathing we can't And, and prayer has to be woven through every aspect of our lives. It's not about bargaining with God, making demands or ultimatums. It's not about prayer being therapeutic, meditation, or an exercise that calms us. We don't control God through our prayers. It's not taking up his time. Prayer isn't only about asking God for things or a way to flex our spirituality for other people. There is no special way or formula to pray, but the Bible does give us an outline to pray. And again, remember, it can be formal. It can be informal, full of detail, or if prayer can simply be God help in that moment. And what God wants from us in those moments of prayer is to be from the heart and to express ourselves boldly and honestly to him. And I love something I found that really um, is something that's been used to help whether it's a young person or a child or even new believers is this basic model of prayer. And it's based on the Lord's prayer in Matthew six, nine through 13. And it's, and, and it's called the Acts formula. And I just want to break that down. It's, it's an acronym and the A is for adoration. The C is for confession. The T is for Thanksgiving and the S is for supplication. And Adoration is is glorifying and exalting God and it's through that adoration, adoration that we show loyalty and admiration to God. And when we pray, we're called to worship God in adoration. And this could be a song of praise. It could be praying a psalm. It could be declaring his attributes or any other forms of worship, but our prayer at the, and, and if we look at it from a base form, having the adoration of God. And, and again, with the C we confess, which means to agree with, we confess our sins. We agree with God that where we are and what we're doing is wrong and that we have sinned against him um by what we've said thought or done but god forgives us and restores that fellowship with us and the t represents thanksgiving again philippians 4 6 with thanksgiving let your request be known to god how is thanksgiving different from adoration really it's the the difference is that worship focuses on who god is and thanksgiving focuses on what god has done and lastly the s in acts is supplication which refers to uh, our prayer for uh, for ourselves and others needs and it's a request or petition that we go to god with and it might be for mercy or leading us or wisdom or so many other things And, and the apostle paul encourages us to make supplication for all saints, which means to pray diligently for our brothers and sisters. And earlier we talked about discipline, repetition, and desire. And again, like I said um, earlier, and I know it, it was true in my life, when I um, got that revelation that I didn't have a desire and it was okay to not have it at first. Um, because really that that prayer at the beginning, those early on prayers in our walk, we see other people do it. We we. we practice it, we hear what what the Lord's prayer is, we recite that we might have had a little simple prayer we prayed at dinner as a child, or even as an adult. Um, and, and really, all that means is we we just haven't built that muscle, we haven't shown that true desire. But when we get to know God, when we when we build that relationship, because again, at the beginning, we just met, We we haven't established that relationship yet. But when we do, and, and I remember, The first time I prayed in front of people, I mean, just think back to when you might have prayed um, in front of people like it might have been in a youth group at the dinner table in a Bible study like I did not want to be called on. I felt like I was going to mess it up. I I didn't want that on me. I did not want to be the one that messed it up. I did not want to know what words to say. And, and, And I first needed a way to pray that had structure. I had to to figure out a way to, to get the words out, to say the words, and I needed that example. And when I think about like something like the Acts formula can help reading the Lord's prayer works. And what happens is, again, through that discipline and repetition, I developed a desire. And then I read it said this way. It says, as we grow in love, that's relationship for Jesus Christ, we naturally begin to desire and talk to him more. And, and really, again, prayer. So we know we know prayer It's talking to God with honesty and sincerity. And we build the desire through discipline and consistency. And and when we think about this, this is kind of that foundation to prayer. And I want to go a little bit deeper um, into why prayer is important. So let's just look at a few reasons um, why prayer is important. And when it comes to prayer, the Word of God puts a lot of emphasis on prayer. And, And if we look at at the verb pray, pray is an action. It's an action word and and there's different variations of that word, whether it's prayer, praying, praise, prayed in the past tense. In the Bible, there's 375 mentions of some form of prayer. Um, and, And we can tell that this makes it a significant piece to our walk and it's something that's core. And one thing daily prayer does is it gives us the opportunity to share all aspects of ourselves with God. And we know life changes day to day. We have ups, we have downs. It goes from good to bad to worse to I don't want to deal with this mess anymore. And sometimes for us, I know I've had those days where that's a span of 24 hours. Could you imagine like going through that without prayer. And God wants us to bring those things to him in prayer. Jeremiah 33 and three says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. In other words, God is saying, pray to me, I will answer you and tell you things you don't know. Like think about that. We can miss out on what God has for us if we don't pray. And more importantly if we don't listen in prayer because prayer is a two-way street it involves us talking to god but it also involves us listening to god and it's in that listening that we receive things that gives us the chance to express gratitude to god because we're receiving something back and we know that that's another important piece of prayer it's giving Thanks to God for all he's done, all he's provided for us and all he's going to continue to do for us. And I love First Chronicles 1634. It says, oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good for his steadfast love endures forever. Psalm nine one says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount All of your wonderful deeds and our prayers have to include that gratitude. I know for me um, that my prayers include gratitude for so much, whether it's my health, my family, my blessings, my peace. Um, There's so much to be thankful for, so much to tell God. Um, And I encourage you sit down and just get a pen and paper, do it on your phone and your notes and, and write out things that you're thankful to God for. Um, I, I know for me, a few weeks ago, I turned 38 years old and, and quite honestly, um, in this age where we've got global pandemics and ongoing injustice when it comes to black men, men uh, people of color, we have war and, and so much going on in this world that it's so vital to take the time and thank God for life. Thank God for health. Thank God for these things. And we cannot get so caught up and numb to the things that we just take for granted and fail to give God that gratitude. And another uh, important aspect of prayer is again, it's a platform for confessing our sins and asking for repentance. And, and here's a newsflash. You might not know. Um, I would say 10 times out of 10, you probably sinned today. I know I did. I'm sure you did too. And if you're listening to this again, whether you know it or not, you sin today. And Psalm 32 5 says, I acknowledged my sin to you, and I did not cover my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. Selah. And that word selah means to stop and think and really just take a moment to think about that verse. We acknowledged our sin. We didn't cover that iniquity. And we confess those transgressions to God and he forgave those iniquities. And just think about that in the power of prayer, we can confess something we've done wrong and then receive forgiveness for it. And God already knows what we did, but it's in the prayer where we give it to him and lift that burden off our shoulders and confess to him that he's bigger than this. I'm not perfect. You are Here is this sin. Here is this transgression. Here is this iniquity. And when I look back at my own life, and one thing I just kept replaying when I um, were really just prepping this episode, it was thinking about all the days that that have gone by that I carried unconfessed sin. And it made me honestly realize those days, how I devalued prayer in my life how I devalued the importance of it, how I didn't give it a priority. I gave other things priority. I gave my sin priority. I gave my my insecurities priority, but I didn't put the value, the premium price on prayer in my life. And when we confess that, and when I realize, when I confess those sins, that I'm showing God and I'm affirming to him that he's bigger than my sin, um, he's bigger than my iniquities. He's bigger than my insecurities. He's bigger than my pride in trying to carry something that I don't have to carry. And it's in God's size that he can help us turn from our sin. And, and I know for me, that's a daily walk. Sometimes that sin will come back. And, and just because we're saved doesn't mean sin doesn't linger. And, and really, I, I love it's said this way in the trenches of prayer. That's where God meets us and can help us not only overcome those sins, but forgive us and give us new life, give us new meaning, give us new revelation. And it's in the trenches of that prayer that we have to live daily. It can't be a weekly thing. We can't get to the end of our Sunday, get to church, listen to church online and and, and let's count up our sins for the day. Like, no, it's something we have to do daily. It's something we have to be in the spirit of doing day in day out and for some people it's going to be multiple times a day um because it's so vital to our walk and really when it comes to prayer it's an act of worship it's an act of obedience and in that prayer we're we're giving adoration to god we're remembering that acts formula again adoration giving him praise giving him honor in the midst of our prayer And, and again when it comes to obedience, prayer is something we're called to. God designed us for it. We're created in his image and we're called to be Christ like. And when we read through scripture, we see that Jesus Himself prayed. Mark 135 says, Before daybreak the next morning, Jesus got up and went out to an isolated place to pray. Acts 114, they all met together and were consistently excuse me constantly united in prayer along with mary the mother of jesus several other women and the brothers of jesus jesus not only said to do it he did it himself the people that rolled with him did it and he is our example of the power and importance of prayer and lastly we know prayer is the way we acknowledge who is in control and i said this earlier but our prayers allow us to unburden ourselves of sin but it doesn't stop there prayer allows us to take the things we experience that aren't sin we talked about sin earlier but there are things we deal with that aren't sin whether it's anxiety fear worry sadness anger confusion and we still in prayer can give them to god and in turn we can get assurance we can get confidence we can get joy peace and so much more and and when we allow our emotions to overtake our prayer life, we show God that they're bigger than him. And I know I've had moments where I'll pray about a thing, whether it's feeling of anxiety or worry, and I get to the end of that prayer and I give thanks and I say amen. And I get up and I still feel anxious and I still feel worry and I still feel confusion. And and you know what? I don't get up and say, oh, well, you know what, God, my anxiety is bigger than you. I'm sorry. We'll try this again tomorrow. No, I get back down in a mode of prayer, back down on my knees, back down on my face, and I seek him even more fervent prayers, stronger prayers, because I'm not leaving that place of prayer until that emotion, until that thing is off me. And we can't enter a pr- place of prayer. And leave with the burden, like it doesn't work that way. God is so much bigger, and it's through prayer that we experience how big He is. As I close out this episode, I was reminded of a few moments in my life when it came to prayer, and I was preparing this episode. And usually, when I prepare episodes, I often listen to worship music during that study time, and I've been listening to this new album uh, by Maverick City Worship uh, music and Elevation Worship called Old Church Basement. And a song came on I hadn't heard since I started listening to the album and it's called Talking to Jesus. And the lyrics, I mean, literally arrested me in the moment. And it reminded me um, of my grandmother who passed away in 2017. And I remember as a teenager, seeing her sitting in the kitchen in the middle of the night, quite often praying. And I used to think it was so silly uh, and she'd be calling out to God, giving him thanks, praising His name, it would turn into shouting and singing hymns and I just remember watching and thinking, does she not see what she's dealing with? Does she not see what's going on around her? Why is she calling out to to God like like he cares? And, and and it was so wild, like I, I just vividly remember, like, just thinking like all the stuff she's going through, deteriorating health. She had three strokes in her life. She had diabetes, ultimately turned into dementia as she got older, um, turmoil in family, we had family drama, issues, hatred, division, all these things were going on. But despite all that, she was still praying. She was still using the ax formula, she was still giving adoration. She was still confessing. She was still giving thanksgiving and supplication. And I mean every night and sometimes all night. And the part of the song that really just hit me, uh, and it's the, the first verse and it says, grandma used to play, pray out loud by her bed every night to me. It sounded like mumbling, like she was out of her mind. And she said, boy, this kind of praying is what saved my life. You ought to try it sometime. And now I know she was right. She was talking to Jesus. She was talking to Jesus. She'd been talking to Jesus for all of her life. And the Psalm brought me back to that place. And what I found out later in life before she passed and what I already assumed, but was confirmed shortly before she passed was those some of those prayers were for me some of those prayers were for this moment right now that i couldn't see if it was spelled out in front of me and the next verse of the song is truly confirmation from god that i know that her prayers were answered and it said son one day you'll thank me for having god in your life and the singer says yeah i know she was right yeah my mama was right because now i'm talking to jesus She got me talking to Jesus. She got me talking to Jesus. Yeah, mama was right because now I'm talking to Jesus. Yeah, I love talking to Jesus and I'll be talking to Jesus for the rest of my life. What a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. And if I'm honest and transparent, it's not funny anymore. I get it. I get why she was praying. I get despite everything around her, she went in prayer every time I pray. Every time you see the power of prayer in your life, because we have a friend in Jesus and he wants to know us too. Let's pray. Father God, I just thank you for this moment. Father, I give you all the honor and praise right now for who you are and what you're doing And what you're going to do through this episode, Father God, I thank you. And I just pray for anyone who's listening to this episode, Father God, whether it's today, a year from now, 10 years from now, Father God, that they connect with you, that they connect with you through prayer, Father God, that they come to you with adoration, they confess to you, Father God, they give thanksgiving and they give you supplication, Father God, not only going on behalf of themselves, Father, but going on behalf of others, Father. And I just thank you. Right now, Father God, for the souls that are going to be reached, the lives that are going to be transformed, Father God. And I just pray that they continue to seek you in prayer, Father God, seek you in communication, seek you and not only come to you, Father God, but stay long enough to listen Father God to the words that you have to say the blessings that you have Father God I pray they don't miss it I pray that they stay locked in and focused Father God it's your son's name we pray Father God and I give you all that adoration Father God and praise right now in the son in your son's name amen man I'm telling y'all this this moment this 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 I feel like this is a turning point for a lot of people I'm telling you when you get this core strength when you develop and get that desire and discipline for prayer it is going to change your life man thank y'all so much for rolling with us again we're going to catch you next week on vantage point and remember keep seeking insight keys and perspective for uh, in your daily living through the lens of god it's going to change your world it's going to change your life see you next week (music)